Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Now let's welcome Jeff Davidson. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Excellent, outstanding. Fantastic. Jeff, why don't you tell uh, our audience a little bit about yourself? I've known you for more than 20 years. I know you've written maybe 60 or 70 books, so you're an expert on this topic. But tell us a little bit about your journey. It's an odd one. Uh, I was the guy in college least likely to write for a living. I used to look for the uh, class that required no term paper. (laughs) You know, the, the professors back in the day used to put their syllabus on, the, on their door. And just before the semester started, you walk around the building and see, you know, what was what. And I'd always choose the one that had no term paper. Deathly afraid of writing. And when I did write and handed in something, the professors often in handing it back to me would make more marks on the page than I had made. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did I get into writing? When I got into management consulting, my second job, small firm in New England, we had to conclude each consulting assignment with a report to the client. And so when I had to write a report, that's when I learned how to write. And believe it or not, after about three years working for others, I had three linear feet of written reports. In other words, if you were to stack up my reports, it would go three feet high. Wow. So given that I now could put two sentences together, one day when there was a slowdown in work, I asked my boss what I could do, and he said, well, why don't you put together an article? Well, it never occurred to me. And I didn't even know how to get started. He said, well, just take a number, say uh, 10 tips for something. So we were counseling small businesses, and I came up with the article, 10 Tips for Success for Small Business. And believe it or not, we centered around, we waited, 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 nothing came back. All of a sudden, one day in the mail, the New Englander magazine sent us an issue, and my article was the very last article in the issue. There was no negotiation, there was no back and forth, they simply took it, they ran with it, But back then, I was thrilled just to be in print. From there, the writing bug bit. I started to devise systems where I'd send out eight or ten topics at a time to editors and say, just check the ones you'd like to see. And surprisingly, out of every 30 and 40 editors I contacted, several, sometimes four, six, eight, would send back my roster and check two, three, four, five articles they'd like to see. So in a hurry, this is not an exaggeration, within about two or three years, I had more than 100 articles published. Wow. Uh, that's, that's a great advice for everyone listening on how to get published on the web as well. Um, so very, very cool. Um, so l- let's talk about some of the issues that our consultants and coaches and speakers who are listening to this podcast uh, have, you know, number one, how, how do you get started? You know, how do you get motivated? How do you get an idea? 
What do you tell people um, when they ask you that question? The ideas are all around each of us all the time. There's no real shortage of ideas. If you've been in the working world for more than 10 years, you see opportunities. What aren't people doing well? What's, uh, you know, the weakest link in a chain of some type of uh, business or some type of service? I mean, the ideas are there. The real issue is getting started on your writing. So how do you get started on your writing? Let's start with the absolute worst way. The worst way is to stare at a blank screen and start typing and think you're going to compose something brilliant right off the bat. The easier ways are to take what you're already doing and leveraging it. So, for example, anytime you're on a phone call with a client, customer, associate, vendor, whomever, and the sparks start flying, you discuss all these great ideas. If you've got two-way recording capability off your phone, and there are phone apps that allow you to do that easily, record your conversations, transcribe them, and when you're done, you're going to have a very rough transcription, but you'll be 60 to 70% of the way towards an article. Clean it up, get it edited, and then you probably have a very decent piece. Now, you can take this same approach and say, I have this 12-chapter book in mind, but I can't get started. Well, what about scheduling 12 phone calls over the next days and weeks or maybe months? 12 phone calls with 12 trusted associates or networkers or whomever. And it just so happens that your 12 phone calls of, say, 30 minutes each align perfectly with the 12 chapters of your book. So the first person with whom you have a phone call, you discuss chapter one. Second person, chapter two, all the way to the end of the book. Once again, you're doing two-way recording off the phone. You get all those transcripts typed up. You now have 12 transcripts of the 12 chapters that align with your book and you get that all cleaned up. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot less work than starting from page one and thinking you're going to get all the way to page you know, 200. Now, let me say one more thing. When you speak to somebody for 30 minutes in earnest, if you speak at the speed at which I am now speaking, you roughly will do at least 100 words a minute. Some people, 110, 120, 130. Said another way, when you speak to somebody for 30 minutes and you transcribe it, you could have well over 3,000 words, all right? 3,000 words is a very convenient number because in most books that you pick up today, that's going to be about a chapter, 3,000 words. Looked at another way, it's about 12 pages if you were doing, uh, you know, Times Roman or... Arial 12, and double spacing and using 8.5 by 11 paper, be about 12 pages. Mm -hmm. So the long and short is, by recording yourself, you give yourself a slingshot effect. I love that. You know, one of the women I spoke to on my podcast actually dictated her book while being stuck on in traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yes. Yeah. 
So the idea of recording, you know, some people's modality is that they can speak, but they can't write. So why not take advantage of your strengths instead of uh, stewing over your weaknesses of looking at a blank page? Uh, I love that. That's tremendous. What other tips do you have for getting started? Today, because of the very sophisticated software that anybody can buy for really uh, nominal prices, Dragon Software comes to mind. Even if you are not stuck on the New Jersey Turnpike <laughs> or don't have 12 people with whom you can schedule 12 30-minute conversations in alignment with the 12 chapters of your book, you still have the opportunity to sit down and with your microphone plugged in and the software in place, begin dictating and see your words appear on the screen. And periodically hit control S. In other words, continue to save how far you've gone. And for many people, the ability to see their words appearing on the screen is a tremendous incentive to keep going. And you don't stop. You don't do corrections on the fly. You just get it down once. You save it, and then you go back and you do your edits. Once again, if you're speaking even 100 words a minute, which is not particularly fast, and you sit down for 30 minutes, you're going to get roughly 3,000 words. I can tell you, Dan, as sure as you and I are in this discussion, I have had times in which I dictate an article in between wondering what I'm going to do next, and the articles in even seven minutes can come out to 750, 800 words, and many of the publications who have printed my articles in the past will take my articles that I've just dictated and perhaps, you know, proofread once, and bingo, the next day or the next week, they're in print. Fantastic. How do you make your words sing? Yes, very easy to do and easy to describe. And most people, when they hear this, they'll go, oh, gosh, why didn't I think of that? Here it is. Drum roll. Are you ready? I'm ready. You pretend that your best client, your best customer, your best friend, whomever, is sitting across the table from you as you use your voice-actuated software or as you speak into the phone in this conversation I've described where your two-way recording equipment is on, when you are envisioning your best customer, your best client, your best friend, your best whomever across the table from you, the, the, the advice that you dispense in a friendly manner using the word you comes across naturally and easily. You next want to do this. Here's your best idea for capturing that. Here are the three tips you want to follow in order to accomplish this. In other words, you're speaking to someone imaginarily across the table from you who is the prototypical reader of your material. If it works for that one person, it works for everybody. One of the great faux pas that beginning authors have is that they believe that their articles, their books, their written materials 
are read en masse by some collective group out there, and that's not the truth. The truth is there's one reader at the time, one pair of eyes at a time that goes over your material. If you can write effectively for one person, you can write effectively for one person times 10,000. Perfect. Um, and what about marketing the book? You know, a lot of people say, oh, great, I have this book, or if I'm going to spend a little time to write the book, how can I actually use it so I can make some money and get my return on investment? Absolutely. The first thing you, you want to do is not be discouraged because some major magazine, if you're writing articles, or some major publishing house, if you're writing books, is not interested in your material. The average response to any query, any major publisher, is no. Why? Because they're getting tens, hundreds, thousands of queries all the time. And it doesn't matter if you're writing the greatest thing since, let's say, um, you know, Chicken Soup for the Soul, which is you know, just a, as a series, it's the worldwide bestseller ever. Even if you had a Chicken Soup for the Soul they couldn't see it, they wouldn't have time for it, they wouldn't recognize it. So what you want to do is have some strategies in advance ready to go while you're also querying these major publishers. I'm not saying don't do it, I'm just saying don't put all your eggs in that basket, because that basket is going to get dropped more times than we all care to you know, experience. So what else do you do in addition to making your major queries? You divvy up your material so it can be blog entries if you have a blog. You divvy up your material so you can send out press releases if that's one of the things that you regularly do. You create position papers, executive summaries, special reports. You have things that people can download. They come to your website, they'll enter some their name, their information, whatever you're trying to collect. You get this free report, which happens to be the article or the whatever piece you just finished writing. So in other words, you have it ready in a lot of different forms. Also recognize that if you have, let's use once again our 3,000-word chapter, our 750-word article, you have these in ready form, they make tremendous audio scripts because you've already proofed them. So right now, as I'm speaking to you, we could take what I'm saying and put it out as an audio product, as you will do. But in addition, if we took the transcript and cleaned it up, it would be even better because we get rid of some of the possible redundancies and some of the things that perhaps didn't come across as clear as they could in an original audio recording. So said another way, once you clean up the transcript of an audio recording and you redictate it, you re-record it, you have a superior product. And as you and I both know, Dan, once you have an excellent audio in let's say, MP3 format, or there's many others, WAVE, what have you, you now have the potential to put that on, let's say, on Amazon as a product, on an iTunes, on an audible.com, and so forth. In other words, there are many audio 
clearinghouses, many audio vendors, many audio collector sites, many audio portals that will accept your submission. So the long and short is once you create a product, whether it's 750 words, whether it's 3,000 words, whether it's 60,000 words, there is an upward spiral of what you can do with it that never needs to end. Oh, I love that. An upward spiral that never needs to end. Cool. Jeff, tell us as we close up, uh, tell us who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part of your question. Sure. Tell us who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you. Oh, my ideal client are mainstream New York publishers that accept my books and give me multi-thousand dollars and then sell them all around the world. But on a more, let's say, tangible basis, people who buy my books, people who go on to Amazon, BarnesandNobles.com, Powell's and so forth, Audible, iTunes, look for my audios. People, if they're really interested, want to visit the site, breathingspace.com. There they will find free articles, some free audio clips, some books they can order, some audios they can order, some ebooks they can order. But in general, I would say that the major vendors out there, if you simply, I'm going to use a terrible term here, but if you simply Google my name and put books or Google my name and put audios, you'll get a ton of hits. <laughs> and they'll all be worth their price in gold or their weight in gold. Thank you so much for being with us today, Jeff. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Gennaro, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.